Hi, I'm Lisa Hammer from the Venture Brothers. I play Triana. And if I'm listening to pirate radio, it's only Hench Life Pirate Radio. I will listen to nothing else. It was the only show I will listen to. All the other ones are just trash. Say, Timmy, what's that you've got there? Hiya, Pop. I'm just sitting here with my favorite book, Fight Club. Now, Timothy, don't you think you're a little old for those shenanigans? What do you mean, Pop? My young squire, you're going to be a fully mature clone one day. It's time for you to learn about the Venture Brothers and the exciting world of super science. Golly, Pop, where would I ever learn about such a neato thing like the Venture Brothers or super science? Well, son, the internet is for more than just looking at pornography on your phone. You can actually learn all about Venture Brothers and super science on Conjectural Technologies, a Venture Industries podcast. And you can actually watch the Venture Brothers on Hulu or Adult Swim or many other places. Just watch Venture Bro- no, watch- Please, just watch Venture Brothers. It's a good show. And please subscribe to Conjectural Technologies, Avenger Industries podcast. Our jokes are just a lot funnier after you've already watched the Venture Brothers. I mean, that, that makes sense, right? Gee, I guess so, Pop. Tim, what are you still doing here? We stopped that bit seconds ago. Well, golly, Pop, you don't have to be so mean. You're the one sitting here talking to yourself like a crazy person. Subscribe to... Conjectural Technologies, a Venture Industries podcast. Are you stealing shingles again? No, I got a pirate radio set at the swap meet, so I will bring to this neighborhood a non-stop talk alternative. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Too bad there's only 24 hours in a day. Or is there? Who's in the box? Were either of you guys uncertain about anything just now? Oh, yeah. oh what's in the box? What's in the box, Rodeo? Um, a cat? We're entirely hypothetical. There's also a lot of drugs in there. The three of us are lost in a timeless oblivion. Cat. Is it alive or dead? Alive or dead? What's in the fucking box? Welcome out, ladies and gentlemen, to the inaugural, initial, some might say, prima facie episode of United Band Theory. Theory. In a world where fan theories abound across the internet. One team and one team alone had the cojones, the chops, the time, and the fake medical degrees to parse everything out. I am your host, Dr. Poppenheimer. Now I am become depth, destroyer of continuity. We are joined by Spockter Beast McCoy our resident Spocktologist and master of Japanese Zazing, 
and our resident, Thick Grayson. Just like his marriage, the third one's important. We are going to be covering none other than Loki for this week's episode. And to begin, before the beginning is truly Zazing. We will begin with the trailer. Appears to be a standard sequence violation. Branch is growing at a stable rate and slope. Variant identified. I beg your pardon. On behalf of the Time Variance Authority, I hereby arrest you for crimes against the sacred timeline. Hands up. You're coming with us. I'm sorry, who's us? Last chance, variant. <laughs> it's been a very long day, and I think I've had my fill of idiots in armored suits telling me what to do, so if you don't mind, this is actually your last chance. Now get out of my way. Laufison. Variant L1130, aka Loki Laufison, is charged with sequence violation 72089. How do you plead? <laughs> Madam, a god doesn't plead. Look, this has been a very enjoyable pantomime, but I'd like to go home now. Are you guilty or not guilty, sir? <sighs> guilty of being the god of mischief, yes. Guilty of finding all this incredibly tedious, yes. Guilty of a crime against the sacred timeline. Absolutely not, you have the wrong person. Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. What? Sign this too. Oh, this is absurd. And this. Agent Mobius, by the way. Are you taking me somewhere to kill me? No, that's where you just were. I'm taking you someplace to talk. Well, I don't like to talk. But you do like to lie, which you just did. Because we both know you love to talk. Talky, talky. How long have you been here? I don't know, it's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up. So you're part of the TVA's courageous and dedicated workforce? Yes. You were created by the timekeepers. Yep. To protect the sacred timeline. Correct. <laughs> Is that funny? The idea that your little club decides the fate of trillions of people across all of existence at the behest of three space lizards. Yes, it's funny. It's absurd. 
I thought you didn't like to talk. <sighs> I know what this place is. The timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. Okay. Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. This is absurd. Sign this too. We protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract, breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique Loki perspective. Do I get a weapon? Nah. Really believe in this Loki variant. Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. Why? It is adorable that you think you could possibly manipulate me. I'm ten steps ahead of you. You're not big on trust, are you? You can trust me. Loki, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Why never do it again? Get your hands off. You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. Where I lie, I don't like to talk. But you do like to lie, which you just did. Because we both know you love to talk. Talky, talky. How long have you been here? I don't know, it's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up.
did you expect? First off, uh, I'd like to go ahead and count, like, I love that you are really hopeful on that Vatican audience with the Latin. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so uh, we are talking about Loki and Disney Plus, uh, Marvel, the, the House of Mouse. Uh, we're going to use a lot of aliases for them, so just pick up on that early. Uh, they are, you know, dropping content, uh, as, as uh, Poppenheimer says, like you drop dollar bills when you're pulling your phone out of your pocket. So they put out a new clip today, um, and it was a, a clip of Loki going to, uh, you know, essentially going to time court. But what you'll notice about the time court is uh, there are pictures of three people everywhere, like as he's walking down the corridor, and then behind the judge, there are three distinct heads, um, you know, right behind her. And of course, you know, he gives his whole like smug, like clever Loki speech, like, you know, gods don't stand trial and, you know, does the whole thing. I'll, I'll let you guys like, you know, check in on that yourselves. But this create the fan theory circum like that started uh, circulating right around the original Doctor Strange. Uh, so they're doing the training scene with uh, Baron Mordo and he tells him about like all the weapons. And one of those weapons is the staff of the living tribunal. Uh, and so now, uh, you know, given the court scene and the pseudo reality bending nature of, of you know, the, the time breaking and the splinter realities and getting into the multiverse, uh, we may very well see at some point the living tribunal in the near future. I mean, maybe not in Loki, but down the line eventually. That'd be really hot. So let's uh, take a moment here to offer a little insight into the living tribunal itself. Well, yeah, I mean, when you introduce the multiverse, uh, you've got to have the guy managing the whole thing. Um, and he's one of the few beings that exists across all universes. Like, there's only one living tribunal, um, which is a little different. Like, uh, they haven't popped up a molecule man yet. They may not now, because um, that's a super deep cut. But, like, technically speaking, there's only one molecule man he's just divided up you know across all universes right whereas like there's just one living tribunal and he's not divided up against shit like he's just yeah it's very zen yeah no that shit is gonna go gotta wrap it back around <laughs> can't do segues wall gazing motherfucker <laughs> do you stare at walls but no with the you know, with where everything seems to be heading with uh, getting into more fan theory, um, the next Spider-Man movie, uh, you got to be setting a stage before then. And Loki looks like it's probably going to be doing a little bit of that legwork. Like you're saying, I'm not sure if we'll actually see the Living Tribunal per se in, in the show, but uh, there's enough different things leading up into uh, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, all the upcoming Marvel stuff where you're like, some of these guys are going to have to come up eventually. Either they're that or they're going to have to side skirt because they've left them alone for too long. They could decide to leave out some of these big, huge, giant, powerhousey type figures uh, that span the cosmic, but with everything that we have seen coming, Eternals, um, you know that they're getting into the cosmic end of everything. So it's definitely not a left field call to say that Tribunal will make at least. Uh, 
historical references to times that he has shown up or things like that. I don't know if we'll see the first on-screen appearance, but it's all getting worked into. Well, and uh, one of the the one of the premises I kind of like about what what the series seems to be about. Um, so Loki, you know, is being snatched right out of his own timeline, right? Because of uh, the end game, you know, he picked up, you know, the Tesseract, popped back, and then you see that, uh, you know, apparently in the first eight minutes of the show there, um, where he, you know, uh, gets caught and stuff. But here's the thing is they kept calling him like a variant. So we know we're probably going to see more than one version of Loki. And here's the thing I've learned uh, like throughout my like whole, you know, missed fucking governed life, right? If there's one thing everybody hates, it's having themselves thrown back at them. So I can't wait for like Loki to interact with himself and what kind of like self-reflection that's going to create <laughs> actually of the opinion that that's what we were seeing with uh president loki and the same thing we were seeing with db sweeney loki right like we're seeing multiple iterations of loki or like so for instance the vote president loki or whatever this post-apocalyptic like whatever's going on uh, yeah. that looked like another loki talking to loki well and uh the the president loki thing and, and one of the things that they showed a lot um even in that eight minutes is a lot of uh referential comic frames like the him and the president loki uh with like you know all the daggers and swords and stuff being pointed at him while he's doing the tom hiddleston pose uh yeah, it's, called a, it's called a cesarean section zing uh <laughs> zazing um <laughs> no uh that was from a 2017, 2018 run on Loki. Um, so we're probably, that's where a lot of, I notice uh, the, the storylines are picking up. Like WandaVision, um, a lot of the elements brought from Vision were actually from Tom King's run on Vision, which was running the same time Loki was. Uh, simultaneously, you know, Kate Bishop takes over uh, for Hawkeye in earnest you know, pretty hardcore around the same time. And we know that's a change coming. Like, you know, there's a Hawkeye series. So uh, really, if you kind of want to get a good glimpse of where things could be going, uh, I would say definitely check out your Marvel circa 2015 to 2019, you know, and kind of all the, the related stuff that props up with all the properties. So real quick, uh, um, Resident Thick Grayson, could you give us a quick rundown on the Living Tribunal? Uh, yeah, um, I was just popping it up here to see how early back he had actually come 70, in. Or no, 67. Yep, and in uh, one of my absolute favorites, he showed up in a Doctor Strange. Um, I mean, like we were kind of alluding to with uh, just the, the little bit of multiverse talk and everything, he is just sort of this uh, outside entity that oversees the balance of everything when he initially showed up strange was put through all these little trials apparently to prove that good existed half of the balance when talking so about he just, the... a, he just took him a fucking bob ross painting like <laughs> clear this is evidence of good like <laughs> look at the little trees little yeah trees look at happiness it, and good <laughs> look at this painting and tell me there is not fucking pure goodness in the soul of that man <laughs> <laughs> the living tribunal has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 
right? One of the things that I thought was really interesting about the Living Tribunal, I don't know if you noticed this or saw this in any of the different iterations. Like in the comics, it's, you know, one being with three heads. And that's clearly not what we're seeing in the show. It's presented as three different incarnations. And what was it Loki said? Like, you know, space lizards, right? A very Doctor Who-y. And when we're look, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting was that the three different faces represent three. Doctor Huey. Yeah. Doctor Huey. Uh, the three different I'm faces. travel. Ew, Doctor Huey. It, it gets a little timey wimey with, with the Living Tribunal. Um, there were three different personalities, right? Three different personalities that had to come into agreement in order to make a decision, which was uh, the front face represents equity. The fully hooded face on the right side represents necessity, and the partially hooded face on the left represents revenge, uh, which is kind of a weird flex. Like, I, I, I didn't realize revenge was such a key element of keeping time in place, but, uh, you know, the idea that you would have these three competing motives have to find you know essentially they're like oh let's make the united states government <laughs> a comic book character right let's have wh which one's going to be the judiciary which one's <laughs> going to be the executive uh no um well and also that there's precedence in the comic that the living tribunal uh takes you know, uh, whatever form is easiest to be perceived in that particular reality, which is interesting to, you know, kind of going by that rule, like, why lizard people, Loki? <laughs> <laughs> Should, like, turn into your long-lost dad or something. What? Wow, Dennis Quaid just reached out from the movie Frequency. Or uh, who was it? Jodie Foster's dad is just like writhing in agony somewhere. Uh, to me, it was like, you know, Jonas Venture Sr. Like, oh. <laughs> if I showed you my true form, you'd just crap your pants. <laughs> Except for him, he did crap his pants. Boom, boom. So let's, uh, let's do a quick run through uh, of the trailer just to kind of get an idea about where it is exactly that we're headed. Because as the trailer kind of opens, we saw from previous re previously released clips that it picks up right there in the middle of Endgame, where the uh, they're trying to steal the Tesseract. Uh, Hulk comes out the door, knocks Iron Man away. The Tesseract goes bouncing across the floor, and Loki picks it up and disappears. He is then transported to what appears to be Mongolia, standing in front of a group of women who in... Uh, what I don't know, it'd be almost impossible to tell what time period it is. But he is then confronted by an officer of the TVA, the Time Variance Association. Loki puts Not up a the Tennessee Valley Authority. Yeah, I, I was very confused. I started reading this. They're like, oh yes, the TVA. I was like, what in the is the WPA gonna show up too? Like, wouldn't that be awesome if every one of the agencies is just like a, a new deal agency? Like, hey, maybe that's where the three C's come from, Thick, the Civilian Conservation Corps. You know, everything yeah. was fine until the Harper Valley PTA showed up. <laughs> so the TVA uh, uh, cops, the time cops, they uh, <laughs> Sorry, like, you can't. You can't bring up Jean-Claude Van Damme in this, man. Like, uh, I'm sorry. They, they are dressed like uh, time Nazis. Time fascists. Uh, they, 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 well, part of that's because they're rocking some time fashion. 
And we all know Hugo Boss kind of had that on lockdown. Like, sure, they were awful people, but snappy dressers. So, well, I mean, uh, they're, they're, you know, armor. I mean, they also look like any standard kind of generic, uh, you know, soldier. I mean, if you put like a funny helmet on them, they look like, you know, stormtroopers almost or, or Sith troopers or any they're whatever. They're wearing armbands. Maybe somebody died. <laughs> Maybe it's for breast cancer awareness. This month is Mental Health Awareness Month, guys. <laughs> Put on the new armbands. <laughs> <laughs> so Loki puts up a uh, brave face and is like, no, I've had it with you. And then and immediately cuts to him in essentially irons being hauled before a judge for not, but kind of, uh, what is it? Uh, not sentencing, but uh, pretrial declaration where they did. You know, arraignment. Like, arraignment, yes. Um, with- and clearly there's a smack, like clearly there's a, a missing thing here. um like i feel like they definitely pulled a punch for the sake of like that's going to be big on wednesday when that well not not just that but uh i I imagine it's going to be a really funny and awesome kind of i don't even want to call it a fight scene but watching him get his butt handed to him in some really interesting ways that'll be really funny um one of the things i noticed most about that scene in the courtroom for the arraignment was the variant in how they appeared you talked about how they were appearing they're kind of a multi-dimensional creature and the carvings of these three faces look like they are out of phase with each other. Like if you had taken a picture and cut it into thin strips and adjusted the depth at which the strips were in relationship to each other. Sort of like a Dormammu face. What's that? Like a Dormammu face kind of thing, like a pushing out of the ether. Uh, Kind of, but not really. Like almost like, again, like it's just out, not like Dormammu's face was like falling back into itself. Yeah, it was like escalating. Yeah, more like um, kind of like one of those kids' toys, or like you go to a park or something where you can take the you know parts of whatever image and slide them around. And usually, in this instance, it's like you know a head, a body, and a thing. But imagine doing that with three faces vertically. Yeah, it looks like they each kind of have a slice of each other's face. Yeah. Yes, that is an ex. Yes, that is exactly correct. So. From there, I watched uh, Face Off as well as Time Cop. <laughs> and of course, thanks to the Sci Fi Channel, we're getting Face Off 2, Facer Offier, and their crossover with Time Cop. Boogaloo. <laughs> and their crossover with Time Cop, Face Cop. So I'm going to have to go pull a Time Bandits and, and ruin all of these ideas so they never happen. <laughs> 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 Loki is, uh, of course, again, Lokiing up the place. Like, oh, you know, I'm guilty of being awesome. And she's like, ah, you're adorable. And then he immediately gets dropped into this minor bureaucratic functionary's office that looks straight out of the movie Brazil to keep that Gilliam theme going. Uh, like half the desk could be through the wall and shared with the other person on the other side of the wall. Uh, and there is a huge stack of papers at which point the guy asks for Loki to sign that this is everything he's ever said. And he says, what? And then it prints out out of this dot matrix printer. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, then you he know puts- damn well. Uh, I mean, okay. So Owen Wilson's character's name is Mobius, which is obviously a reference to a Mobius strip, which tells me that that ream of paper is endless. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why and would you course, ever upgrade from dot matrix when the printer never runs out? Dude, the printer is the matrix. Yes. So 
one of the things that happens here is Loki then exclaims, this is absurd, at which point another page gets printed and put on top, at which point Loki realizes what's going on and just signs a damn thing before getting dropped into another room. Now, this room features a, a little person on the right. Uh, it looks like he's in, uh, like it's like a wooden metal detector. Uh, but we jump from there into the scene with Dr. Mobius M. Mobius in the elevator and uh, kind of explaining to Loki what they're doing. And uh, we get this great exchange about Loki saying he doesn't like to talk. And under Owen Wilson's character, really just reveling in the inanity of that lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean... Uh, what I love is all the, the existential issues you've already seen him encountering. So he likes to use his words. So he's literally put in a fucking existential situation where he can't talk. Otherwise, he's just making more work. Like literally, like fucking no words, no amount of words is going to get him out. Like he just stop and sign. And then he's confronted with a dude who knows more maybe about himself than he knows. What was that line when they're sitting in the cafeteria? He's like, you can trust me. He's like, I, I know every moment of your life. You've literally, literally stabbed like 50 people in the back. And Loki's like, but I won't do it again. <laughs> it's like, nah, baby, it's different this time. Right, like imagine- but I love you. Well, imagine the little voice inside of your head that knows better. He's the guy riding shotgun in your life and he's like, nah. You're, you're bullshitting right now. I know that. But imagine he's not even in your head. He's walking around next to you. Other people can hear him calling your, you out on your bullshit. <laughs> now, there were a couple of things. The overall setup for this series seems to be that Loki's absconsion created a series of fractures. Absconsion. In, uh, uh, what, what was it that they called it? The, the, the primary time, prime time? Oh, no. I think it was like the the holy timeline holy times holy timeline or sacred time stream let's just call it prime time right i think r so, kelly called it a sacred time stream. <laughs> and he landed uh, some time for it and then he helped coldplay write a song so you know, between like the r kelly jokes and like the, you know, the harper valley like you know pta jokes i'm sure we'll be fine on references they'll totally get it <laughs> right so it was all yellow. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. So the general setup for the show is going to be that Loki has to stop all of the variations that occurred when he split the time stream, right? Just like in, you know, I wonder how they're going to solve it. Like, are they going to go Ghostbusters? Like, don't cross the streams. Like, I also noticed that he was wearing that, uh, like that FBI jacket, but instead of saying FBI, it said variant. Or uh, what, what was the, the TV show Castle, where he was a crime writer and he was out with the police and he had that jacket just said author. <laughs> uh, it also reminds me of uh, the, was it the Deadpool 2, the trainee? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm in the X-Men, trainee. Now, there were a couple of really interesting bits in there. Uh, I mean, a lot of it was just fascinating. But there were a couple of bits that seemed significantly further into the series. I don't know if that's if we're going to see everything that we saw here in the first episode, or if it's going to if we are in fact getting some indications about where we're going two, three, four, maybe five episodes down the line. Do you have any idea about how many episodes are actually in this series? Six. 
They're following the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier format, from what I understand. Things are going to be in the more 45 to 50 minute range, whereas like uh, WandaVision was kicking it in the, the 22 to 27 minute range until the end there. Now that we have a pretty good idea about what we are in store for, what unified fan theories can we expect moving forward? Are there any theories right now that you'd the, like to lay down for us? I need 20 cc's of truth there, Thick. The one I'm chomping at the bit for because it's one of the, the first ones I saw. It's one of the most sort of obvious moves to do. The, the hooded man messing up time as, as it's being kind of uh, thrown about. Is it Loki or a variant of Loki? Or, oh, and we uh, Savage brought it up earlier. Is it the, the hooded side of the tribunal? Perhaps. That's his job is to like get the, the tribunal all in the same place. Like he's, you come to find out it wasn't lizard people, it was cats. So it was, <laughs> it was, it was the cast of the movie Cats. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for you. One of the things that happened in the comics is that the living tribunal gets taken out by the Beyonders and Molecule Man, right? Uh, discovered by one of my favorite ideas for a road companion piece uh tony stark and awatu like those guys need to go on a road trip together i don't know what what they would get into but i want to see a much longer version of that 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 is great you know exactly what would happen yeah tony stark's gonna get a girl head take her back to the hotel room awatu's gonna be there tony's like you know i can't do this when you watch (laughs) no Owatu is going to go, I mean, just go off the chain. It's going to be Florida Stanley all over again. Iron Man's going to be like, I don't know if I can live like this. Like, and Wait a minute. Like, Bruh, I've been watching my whole life. There are things I want to do. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, get into the Greek with Iron Man as Jonah Hill? <laughs> <laughs> That's a version of that movie I might enjoy. <laughs> so um, a fan theory that I came across um, online... Uh, for this particular one is a little hopeful, actually. I don't know if I buy into it, but it does seem plausible. Uh, this might be one of the the small cameo returns of uh, Steve Rogers, because there's a chance, you know, uh, he might go through and revisit some Avengers um, in places, or maybe even go prevent his death in Endgame altogether, right? But, you know, that might be a way that everybody can can get all captain steve rogers you know back because uh man u.s agent and uh and and sam wilson really have upset some people they're like no this is not my captain america (laughs) so they're no matter what the series is i'm noticing it's like can steve rogers come back for this one oh 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 black widow's taking taking place in the past maybe steve can be in that too no he's in the ice didn't we see black widow in the trailer no in this one no Yes, are, are you there's sure? a there is a shot that has like a redhead sitting in what looks like kind of a soul stone area. Oh, like I, I thought, I mean, I, no, I, and then the, the rumor because that's what we're doing here fan theories. Uh, the fan theories were either a black widow or b female variant Loki. Uh, uh that's that another... was the other, but it looks dead ass like Scarlett Johansson, so I don't, I, I'm not buying. To be fair, if I were Loki and I decided I was going to like, you know, change up my my gender thing, uh, of course, I would immediately look like the only chick that like outsmarted me. Yeah, 
Like, I would take that one. Yeah, yeah. Do like a face swap version of Loki just on Discarjo. Like, <laughs> you want to ever know how to delete material out of your spank bank? There it is. <laughs> I think there's going to be somebody into the Tom Hiddle Joe. <laughs> Tom Hiddle Joe. I'll try it out later. Who knows? So um, that would be pretty interesting. I mean, I, I got to tell you that her movie is coming up and I could absolutely see this being a way for them to kind of keep that character going because in a lot of ways, uh, you know, it was part of it was uh, people were a little disappointed that she was the one who took the hit for the Soul Stone. I mean, and, here's the thing is everybody is really excited for this Black Widow movie to come out, but like, the Black Widow, like Black Widow, dropped her movie in in you know two years ago. Yeah, like that's that's the truth. Like Endgame was, in my opinion, like the Black Widow movie. Um, so this one had really like I, I don't even think it's going to be. It's going to be more about setting up another Black Widow in the the tradition of another Winter Soldier. Like there was more than one Winter Soldier deal. So I think it's going to be more like that. But like in terms of my emotional baggage with her like you know as a character like nah she died a good death you know it's like the, the one scene from like uh was it uh in the the batman year one it was like i could i could die right now and this would be an okay death but it wouldn't be a good death was now, that year one or was it that dark knight returns no that was year one that was when he was driving the the formula one yeah it was he was uh, driving the race car yeah that's that's in frank miller's batman year one Poppenheimer, we are not here to disprove your theories. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I think the redhead might actually be a uh, female variant Loki. That's one of the things that pops up quite a bit in, in the comics is all the, the different versions of Loki. Um, and Do you that think was a... that frog Loki turned frog Thor into a human? Oh, that would be funny. I mean, just the story. I want to hear, that's what I want to theorize on the other side of the Ragnarok stories like you get Thor talking about like yeah Loki one time was a snake and he knows how much I love snakes and I picked one and he just bit me like I want to hear him tell the stories like there was this one time I tricked Thor into dressing like a woman and marrying a frost giant <laughs> and, oh and he had to like fight his way out of there like that was amazing uh yeah I mean stories like that that's that's you know kind of where I, I would go with it well, let's uh, let's take a quick moment here to run through some uh, cameos that we think might happen. You've kind of put a marker down on Captain America. Uh, I'm throwing my marker down on Thor. I'm throwing my marker down on Hemsworth. And I, it would be even more hilarious if we got Matt Damon in there as well. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, how about you, Thick? Um, I could see them getting mom back in potentially i've oh, heard yeah i've heard some theories that she actually had interaction with tva at some point um that was one that i saw getting bobbed around for a quick minute and i feel like because we did have that very nice sweet moment with mom again for thor in um last avengers we could have or not last avengers yeah it was the last one mm -hmm. um I, I i think loki deserves a little bit of uh foster mom love just one last time it might kind of push him back on the path to maybe becoming not a complete shit bag because i feel like at the end of the day disney's going to try and turn loki into that like 
kind of a good guy, kind of a bad guy, even though they sort of killed that version of him. And now we're back to when he was an asshole in Avengers 1. I still think they're going to put him through a big enough of a thing that we kind of end up with the same Loki we ended up with. Well, um, and honestly, it, like, so it, if you haven't seen Cruella yet, check it out. It is damn near a masterpiece. It's excellent. All right. And, and that is coming from someone who didn't even want to see the movie. Okay. Uh, it's outstanding. But it's a bad guy that you are rooting for, for all the right reasons. And that's in large part, the part where Loki is at his finest as a, as a watchable character, right? A bad guy doing bad things for the right reasons in the right way. And I'm I, like, there's a, if they manage to stick that landing, we could get a whole bunch of different Loki series moving forward, which would be outstanding because they could just bounce around everything. Uh, one final note, we, we all saw the Mandalorian final episode of season two and that epic huge cameo that they had there. There is only one person in the Marvel universe who is worthy of that type of cameo. And it hasn't been long enough for them to bring Steve Rogers back. Like they have to save that for like the very end of like phase six, you know, whenever they wrap everything up, like I that's mean, when that's going to make sense. They'll have to do old man Steve Rogers, which was a, a thing in the comics. Um, but okay, here, here's, uh, I guess where I'm going to say apples and oranges on this one was we saw uh, WandaVision um, and even uh, Falcon Winter Soldier on some level uh, with the final cameo. Like yes. Falcon Winter Soldier didn't even really have one. And then uh, I think, you know, uh, Synthesoid White Vision was lost on a lot of people. Super comic book nerd me is like, where's Coast Avengers? Uh, and, and, you know, shit. And everybody's like, uh, why is he pale? <laughs> <laughs> what is and, the ship of Theseus? Why do right. I care? Which, by the way, why didn't they just do broom and handle? Like, it's the same fucking thing. Like, just simpler, smaller parts. Uh, which one would Vision discuss? I think the answer is clearly Ship of Theseus. Could you see two yeah, Visions talking about like, brooms? Like, that doesn't translate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to see that shit. Like, who says, like, Jarvis had to be a pretentious AI? That's all I'm asking. Like, <laughs> Pony. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, I need a, a lot of pretension to keep my arrogance in, in check, so... Hey, I am very excited about watching the first episode of Loki here in a couple days, and we hope that you will be too. We would love for you to send us your fan theories here at Unified Fan Theory, UFT, which is going to be your best way to explore these shows as they happen. We're going to be getting episodes out immediately after each and every show, so if you haven't gotten enough... Hop on, and you'll get plenty more from us. We'd love to get your theories. We'd love to hear your insights. And uh, how can they get a hold of us, Spockter? Uh, so the easiest way to get a hold of us right now, just to aggregate all of the shenanigans, uh, would be unifiedfantheory at gmail.com. Um, unifiedfantheory at gmail.com. That's easy enough to remember. In fact, uh, it was so easy. I had to pull up the email just to check because the other podcast we do, I, I dumbed on the email so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
with that being said, thank you guys so much for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you in just a couple days with the very first episode of Loki, the series. Until then, keep it low key. <laughs> <laughs>